Coming up, Arendelle Prince and Chris Walters join us in the studio to discuss their experience at the Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend. From the Bob Barley Studio here in Orlando, Florida, this is The Diz Unplugged. This is The Diz Unplugged, episode 670 for the week of January 14th, 2014. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to The Diz Unplugged, coming to you live here in the uh, Bob Barley studio in Orlando, Florida. I am your host, Dustin West, joined at the table this week. By Aaron Del Prince. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Chris Walters. Hi, Mom. Hi, Kim. Hi, Jenny Abbey. We also have uh, Teresa Eccles and, <laughs> and Kathy Whirling. And back in the uh, production nook, uh, we have Sean Thompson and Craig Williams, our associate producers. Now, this is a very special edition of The Diz Unplugged. We have some friends of the Diz Unplugged joining us today for the very first time in the studio. We have Aaron Del Prince and Chris Walters. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah, Welcome thanks. to the show. Thanks for having us here. Yeah. And uh, you guys just experienced the whole marathon weekend. Yes. And we're definitely going to talk about that. But I, uh, I thought before we got into that, maybe you guys could share a little bit about yourself and maybe your experience with the show and, you know, kind of... Where you've, where you've come from and what led you here? Well, I'll go ahead and start. Um, yeah. You know, we've been watching from the beginning, um, you know, when it was just audio only. Yeah. And, uh, way back last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> seemed like it, right? So, yeah. Yeah, we've been watching for a while and, and listening. And, um, you know, we, we became close with everybody because of, you know, just get togethers and gatherings and, yeah. um, you know, got involved a little bit more. I started writing blogs and, and that's, that's been really fun. That's yeah. Been, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, quite a bit of fun. Um, just you know, being able to express yourself uh, has been has been a treat. So, um, and then uh, you know, we we got more involved with Give Kids of the World, right? Right. Uh, so, you know, we host our event in Indianapolis every year, and uh, um, we've met a lot of people through that, but also through the site through disboards.com, mm-hmm. um, especially on the on the uh, podcast board, and uh, also through uh, you know the Wish Board and, and some of the other boards that are out there. Um, so you kind of get caught up in the whole hoopla of it. Uh, for me personally, I love you know seeing what's going on in the parks every day, seeing what's happening yeah. happening in Orlando. Um, so I, I, I get on frequently just to see what's what's going on, what, what's the the pulse like down here. And, right. Uh, so it's it's quite uh, it's quite entertaining. Did you so say where you're from? We know where you're from, but maybe everybody yeah. doesn't. Well, I'm from we're from Indianapolis. And of course, as you mentioned, you guys are. Uh, a couple of the folks that help coordinate the uh, Indianapolis Diz Meet for Give Kids World every year, right. and uh, and that was a wonderful experience we had this past year. I, I had a lot of fun. fun. Yeah, you guys really showed us around the city. That was uh, yeah. that was a good time. Well, and we're going to do it again this year, uh, September sixth. Yeah. Uh, mark your calendars. <laughs> and how many years is it now? It'll be seven, right? Yeah. 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 Lucky seven. Yeah. Lucky number seven. How about you, Chris? Well, I actually. Uh, my introduction to the Diz and to Aaron were kind of at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. And I uh, actually started going to the boards, and I contacted him through the boards, actually. That's how I found him. Oh, okay. 
and um, because he was talking about trip reports and stuff, and I was like, well, he's a really good trip report writer, and he, he really is. And so um, I thought I would ask him some questions because I was going to take my wife to uh, the Polynesian for our anniversary week. And so I asked him some questions about that, and we got to know each other and found out he lived in Indianapolis, and I was like, that's really close. And then we started getting together and having Diz meets ourselves uh, with groups of people from Indianapolis, Get just get-togethers during the year uh, as friends, just to have fun and talk about Disney and stuff, and got more involved with the boards, uh, came down to some of, I went to Dizapalooza, I've been on the podcast cruises, um, gone, you know, had dinner with John and Kevin a couple of times. Oh, that's and, sad. <laughs> you had to do that? I've always wanted to have dinner with you, Teresa, but come on. You never at, do you ask me? Yes. Do I say yes? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm really glad that that has led you guys to today because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when we when we found out you guys were going to be doing the marathon, of course, we wanted to have you on the show and, and, and talk about that experience. And um, I know, Aaron, you've been doing it for a couple years now, right? Yeah, this is my this was my first marathon. So okay. uh, but I've I've done nine half marathons oh, okay. before this. So this this was a big step and quite honestly, um, I had, you know, some you know, feelings about doing this because I wasn't sure if I would make it. You know, it's it's right. it's, it's, it's a mental grind because you sit back and you think, twenty six miles is a long ways. Yeah. And uh, you think to yourself, you know, I've done thirteen. And I always say after finishing thirteen, could I really do this again? Right, a whole another one of yeah, these. Yeah, a whole another one of these. And and uh, but you kind of think to yourself, okay, I, I have to start out slower, mm-hmm. and and just kind of pace yourself, um, and then eventually you, you make it all the way through. But uh, it, it is uh, it is quite an experience. I'm, I'm glad I did it. Um, you know, again, I, I sat back and just thought about it. In fact, the night before the race, um, I had a little insomnia because I, <laughs> I was just sitting there thinking about, will I get swept? How am I going to do with this? Am I going to make it? And you just have all these different fears and feelings going through you. And then you realize at 3 o'clock when your alarm goes off that, gosh, I've only slept two hours. Oh, gosh. <laughs> am I going to make this? <laughs> but uh, you, you find the adrenaline. Yeah. And when you're in the corral getting ready to start, you know, you just you get this rush of emotion. And then, you know, when Mickey says go, let's go. <laughs> so. now, now, what, you know, we're talking about the whole marathon weekend of course you're talking about the marathon itself that right. was on sunday exactly. now what are the what are the different kind of races that they have throughout the weekend if we can talk about well, that for a little bit i'll go ahead and just start i'll, I'll just say this it, it, you know weekend weekend is kind of a misnomer okay. because it, it used to be a weekend now they've, they've stretched it out to where it starts on wednesday <laughs> okay. in the middle of the week so on wednesday they start with the, the health and fitness expo and uh, uh that's where everybody goes to pick up their race packets uh, they go there to look at new technology and running. Uh, you can buy your, your official Run Disney shoes there. <laughs> uh, new Balance and Run Disney have a partnership now where, where you can buy Disney shoes. Oh, where was this yeah. at? Where uh, was the expo? It was at uh, Wide World of Sports uh, oh, okay. in the HP Pavilion and then the uh, uh, Jostin Center. So it okay. takes two buildings. But wow. isn't one of the things, I mean, not that I know a lot about running, but isn't one of the things when you go to run, you don't wear new shoes, right? before a race that's that's very true you want to you want to break them in before your race mm-hmm. um running with new shoes is dangerous because you don't know how your feet are going to adjust to them and you you don't want to get blisters or calluses because you've bought these new shoes and they're like oh my god these aren't working for me so but uh, so the health and fitness expo 
a lot of booths, a lot of um, uh, sponsors are there, and you can you know check out all the new stuff in uh, in running. Um, so. It, I mean, it's it's very big. There are a, a lot of booths there, and that that kind of comes along with the whole uh, you know run Disney uh, organization being expanded over the last couple of years. It's not just a marathon anymore. You know, it's this whole wing of the Disney company that mm-hmm. puts on all this health oriented right. uh, stuff, and they've included this into almost what what turns into like you said an expo. You know, it turns yeah. uh, the, it turns the whole marathon weekend into um, you know, let's let's all gather here and learn about yeah. uh, learn about these things. And, and you know, if I may, I mean, Run Disney is a brand. Um, yeah. It's a brand off the Disney brand, and um, you know, this is their flagship weekend. Right. Um, out of all the events they do throughout the year, the running events, this is their flagship event. Um, you know, Disneyland they have events out there. They have more events at the Walt Disney World, but this weekend and even the marathon, that's really their flagship event. So they put a lot into it. So okay. Um, and uh, you know, as far as after you know the expo, um, what's what's kind of the the schedule of the races that happens after that? Um, the uh, the five k happens on Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it kicked off around six fifteen. Yeah, and uh, that most of the activities are around Epcot. That's where they start, yeah. and that's where they finish. Um, so the five k started in, at Epcot. Um, it was pretty much in and out of Epcot. Uh, some of the backstage areas. And uh, I believe, you know, Katie ran it, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this was her first 5K, I believe. No, this was her second. Her second? Really? Okay. Yeah. That was excellent. Uh, and then, uh, so after that event, the next day at 5.30 was the inaugural 10K event, mm-hmm. which is 6.2 miles. Again, starting at, at Epcot, um, going around Epcot, coming back through, and then finishing in the uh, Epcot parking lot. Um, and then Friday, I'm sorry, Saturday was the, the half marathon. And again, Epcot, out to the Magic Kingdom, and back to Epcot. And then uh, finally on Sunday is the, is the big one. That's, yeah. that's the marathon. That's the marathon. And that, that is basically, you start at Epcot, you go to all four parks, you go to Wide World of Sports. You're all over probably. You're all over the place, yeah. It's, it's and crazy. you did them all? No. <laughs> no. That was the Dopey Challenge, and it was 48 point something yeah. miles. They were saying at the race on um, Friday, the 5K, mm-hmm. that there were 7,000 participants there that were participating in the Dopey, which was 48 miles over those four days. Yeah, 48.6 miles, oh, which oh my gosh. before um, the weekend, I um, was kind of looking at some things, and I found that 48.6 miles is pretty much the equivalent from Orlando to Port Canaveral. It is. I was, I was yeah. just going to say that. <laughs> oh That's my, my drive to work. Uh, yes. That, Holy that crap. Is, there is no way I would that do that. It is a lot of distance a to lot. cover. I'll never forget. I was working at Animal Kingdom, uh, and it was uh, the day of the marathon. And, of course, they had it. You know, it runs through the Animal Kingdom. And I worked at the, the trains that go back and forth to Rafiki's Planet Watch. And uh, we had to – they had, like, special uh, people that were there that – we, we couldn't run the train across the track because people were running and mm-hmm. we could only run like every 15 minutes or something mm-hmm. and because uh, obviously you wouldn't want to run a train while yeah. you know, right. people are running across the track. Um, so that was, that was kind of interesting that it doesn't, it's not like it just loops around the parks or anything. It, it literally goes in through and through yeah. the backstage mm-hmm. areas and right. all that kind of stuff. It, it's really cool. Now, now for guys that, you know, I'm sure you didn't start off as professional runners for the last 20 years or whatever, you know. Um, wh- what is it like going into this kind of event? I know I know you've had a little bit of history with doing these kind of events, but, but what's it kind of like, um, you know, 
going from not ever imagining that you would do something like this to now finally I've done it. Yeah. Um, well, I actually started my running with the Muddy Buddy, mm-hmm. and that was um, with the Diz. The mm-hmm. Diz uh, group of people got together, and we did the Muddy Buddy right before the first podcast cruise. It was actually the same weekend. Mm-hmm. Right. And we came down, and it was for Give Kids the World. And we started it all out that way, and that's how I started, and I trained for that. And that was six miles, uh, three of running and three of biking, and you'd alternate every and mile I and mile. didn't know that that was the first time you'd ever run. Yes. Huh? Ever? And you didn't train at home or anything? Yeah, I did. Well, yeah, yeah I but I mean for, for his first official event. I trained over the spring for that event because I'd never run before, ever. And then after that, I did, the next year they did a, another Muddy Buddy, and I did that one. And then after that, I started doing 5Ks. <clears throat> And then after that, I did my first uh, half marathon was the mini marathon in Indianapolis. And that's the largest mini marathon or half marathon in the nation. So like do you like run every day thousand. of your life? Yeah. I, <laughs> I like how no. she says that. You're not supposed to. Um, when you're training, you're supposed to run like every other day. For like a couple blocks or what? I mean, how well, far are we running? Well, you want to um, start out slowly. Um, and there's a lot of apps that are very helpful, like hunting for iPhone. Or the couch um, to... 5k thing yeah well there's that's actually one that i used for the muddy buddy i used that one um and i also used it for my first 5ks um and then i when i did my half marathon training i used the jeff galloway app um that is that disney sponsors and then i and then for the the marathon i used the other jeff galloway app and what he does is he trains you to um walk or run walk run walk so that you don't um overdo it by all running but some people do all running right? some people mm-hmm. do and okay. and um uh for me um my back is in such a way now that i can't run anymore and so i walked the whole marathon okay. and i walked the uh 10k as well and that's what i do now is i speed i speed walk my races okay and you're still able to beat the pace um yes that's, that's yeah. Yeah, how long did it take for the marathon uh well, they, they keep the course open for about seven and a half hours. Oh my God! Now, if you're if you're past that, in you know, basically how it works is is they have a, a, a group at the very end um, that have balloons, and mm-hmm. if they pass you, they will call you to be swept. Mm-hmm. Uh, swept? So you, yeah. What does swept. that mean? That means you you're get done. picked up by the shame vehicle. <laughs> yeah, as I call it. That's vehicle. basically what happens because I actually was around the balloons. Um, during the marathon. So what happens is you, um, they have 16 minute mile per mile pace walkers and they keep a 16 minute pace every mile through every single mile. And they're, they've done this a lot. So they are very reliable and they have a pace clock with them. So they know what they're doing. And then, um, they have these, uh, you know, the, um, the big, uh, transparent Mickey balloons with the white Mickey inside. Mm -hmm. Well, they have like two of those on each of them that you just tie to their belts, and they hang up so you can see them if you look back. And, <laughs> and you're back far enough where yeah. you can see them. You didn't so, see them, did you, Aaron? So, I didn't. Know. Um, <laughs> I, they caught up to me in because um, I stopped to stretch. Do they a little shame bit. you verbally or anything? No, <laughs> no. No. no, but they um, they they were close to me and they said, "Come on, guys, this is the pace." And so I was like, I'm not getting swept, not at mile 19. (laughs) So I I pulled everything I had out of me, and I made it about 
Uh, and then further along at like mile 22 or something, they, they have people along the course telling you how far ahead you are of the pace. So like they would, okay, there was a lady okay. there who's a volunteer who said, "Okay, you're 30 seconds ahead, or you're a minute ahead, or you're a minute and a so half." So they're behind ahead. that far behind you. So they're that, they're that far behind you. But so if you, at any time they pass you, then you get swept away. No, no, I'm, I'll tell you why. So um, I got to the point where you go through the um, the stadium mm-hmm. and, uh, at Wide World of Sports, and when I came out of there, they were just going in. And what they did was is they, for anybody behind there, they closed that off and you couldn't go in there. And the other people that were behind, the volunteers said, you guys are behind, you need to just go this way. So they were helping a little bit by giving people less way to go. But at some point, if you're too far behind them, they will, they have people that ride bikes next to you and they will tell you, you're, you're too far behind, you need to stop. Oh gosh! And you it's just burst into tears. It, it's and I'll tell you it for part. Then what what happened to me was I I stayed ahead of them all the way until um, right where that bridge. You know that walkway between the studios and the boardwalk area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a sidewalk. We had to take that. That was part of our course. And um, right where the bridge is, right there, um, there were coaches along the way telling you know telling us keep going you know encouraging yeah mm-hmm. okay okay and um there was this coach there and the balloons were coming and i was having oh god that's it puts an extra i mean at that point i had an extra level of stress on me that i didn't want to get swept because i'd gone so far walking but you were in pain well yeah, yeah. but everybody's in pain yes <laughs> um so what happened Sounds was is i um they were getting closer and the guy said Pace is coming, but you guys are okay. <laughs> and and everyone was like, "Are you sure?" And he goes, "Yeah, you guys will not get swept. You're far enough along. Yeah, you're fine." And, and I would just add that once you leave Hollywood Studios as, as part of the course, that's like mile twenty three. Once you mm-hmm. exit Hollywood Studios and start down that path towards the boardwalk, mm-hmm. I think you're pretty much okay at that point. They yeah. won't because you're already out of the roads. You know, they won't come mm-hmm. along and yeah. get you with a hook and pull you exactly. out. Oh so I so basically it was like a huge relief. And then I, I didn't feel severely pressured. And then it, that last mile was the hardest mile I've ever, oh, in sure. all my running, it was the hardest mile. I was in so much pain with my feet. Um, it Your was feet? every step. I think my step. back would hurt in my yeah. legs. Yeah. And, and I had to go all the way through um, World Showcase and around to the ball and then out by the bathrooms there on the side behind Guest Relations. And um, it was tough. But I had people next to me who were just freaking out, like, where is the end of this? Where is the end of this? Because they, they didn't know Disney very well. No. And I was reassuring them. I said, okay, this is how far we have to go. This is where it is. And that You were talking of, to people? Oh, yeah, all the time. <laughs> yeah. I, I thanked, and I know Aaron did this too, I thanked everybody. Uh, you just you go by and there's all these volunteers. There must have been thousands of volunteers on the course. Wow. And, you, you, and they're holding, handing out water for you, and they're cheering you on, and they're out there at the break of day and they're just wonderful people and it's a pleasure to to have them there because they're there to help you do your race that's and, what katie said she was thanking everybody as she was running oh, through for mm-hmm. being there. i couldn't thank people enough and i kept then i would encourage runners next to me and i know aaron did too you encourage everybody because you're on the same boat yeah. you know and everyone has their own challenges okay so the people that were out in front the the 
the runners. Real, the the real runners. I mean, not that you're not real runners. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. like the athlete people. Absolutely. You think they were encouraging people or they were in their, in their own little mind? Just For them, it's more competitive. It's competitive. Right? It, it's okay. timing. It's, it's you know, wanting to finish in the top ten. Okay. Whatever their goals are, everybody's mm-hmm. got different goals. But uh, I, I didn't see the final results, but I'm going to guess that the winner probably was around two hours and 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's usually uh, how long it takes to complete it for a professional runner. Wow. Wow. Um, so that's he's got easy. his whole day ahead of him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought it was sort of cool too to see that people were checking in and they were taking pictures of themselves in the parks. There was some that was riding Expedition Everest as part of their part of their run. Yeah. Where else could you do I, that I, but I, Disney? I, I got to tell you guys. I mean, if you're going to run an event for the first time. Disney's the best place to do it. This is one of the things I wanted to ask you is part of the marathon, obviously, you are getting to run through the parks. And what are, what are some of the things you would say that you get to see on the marathon, whether it's you know backstage stuff or theme park stuff or even some of the special things they do, especially for the marathon? What, what are some of the things you get to see while doing the Disney marathon? Well, I, I'll tell you, um, you know, through the 26-mile course, I mean, I would say at least every mile or, or every half mile, there's something. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's a band, whether it's a character stop, mm-hmm. uh, whether uh, whether it's um, uh, street atmosphere, um, whether it's a prop, uh, video, uh, they, they've got big TV screens. Again, this is their flagship event, so they, they right. put a lot into. They had a gospel choir too, didn't they? Yeah, that's, that's so you stop during mm-hmm. the you stop for a character. Yes, mm-hmm. I did. It's the Sister Act marathon. He, Aaron Aaron did not want mm-hmm. to, um, but. After having done the half last year, and my time was absolutely horrible for half, and I was just like, I'm not ever coming here again to run for time. I'm going to come here to have fun. And so that's the way I approached it. And I came here for fun, and I kept my pace up because I have an app on my phone that tells me how fast I'm going. And my pace was 15 minutes for most of the race. And it was just near the end where it got slower. Um, But I knew I was okay for time. And if it ever got higher, because I had stopped, I would kind of hurry up a little bit more to the Make next mile. Make up time. Yeah. yeah. And, and so you can, just like he was saying, you can do, I did a lot of character stops. Were there food stops? Or no, they don't <laughs> feed you? Mm-hmm. They yeah. do. Because yeah. it, it's a marathon, they have to. Yeah. I mean, wow. we had, what, what did we have? We had, we had bananas. Um, oh. They were gummy bears. So they gave you a lot of sugar. Yeah, it's not going to be like hamburgers or anything. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, they're not going to leave you Doritos. Yeah, you want, <laughs> like, they'll give you like very fast sugars to dissolve. So you yeah. get um, a lot of, at every uh, water stop, and you have Powerade and water. Powerade, water, Powerade, water. And then if they give you food, it, they'll have like... They had bananas. Um, they had gummy bears, um, chocolate. Oh, uh, okay. uh, they have yeah. the the cliff sh- the cliff goo shots, yeah. which is just like um, it's, shots. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 just a oh the drink. Okay, got it. No, got it's it. a little packet. Um, it's, of, a, it's like a heavy cream, um, and, and and it's a little packet. You yeah. open it, and then you just kind of slide it out of your mouth, and it's just like it's a sugary, quick burst of energy. Yeah, it's it's like it's like um, I don't know what to, how it to sounds disgusting. It. Okay, it's kind of like. Um, like like a a coffee creamer. Well, it's no, 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 no. It's goo. It, yeah. it's, they call it goo, <laughs> but it's like uh, it's an energy shot. It's like, I don't know what to. Yeah. But they're good. They're really tasty, <laughs> though. They have different flavors and everything, and they and you can choose which one you want because they have all sorts of different ones when you walk through. So and, there's a lot of entertainment on the course. Uh, like I said, this is if you're going to run a, uh, an event for the first time, oh. Disney's a great place to do it because there are a lot of distractions. It yeah. kind of keeps your your mind off of the pain that you're mm-hmm. feeling because right. when you, uh, you know, everybody's got some sort of pain. And typically, what happens is, is you start running, 
you start getting pain in a certain area. You change the way you start. You change the way you run to compensate the pain, and then all of a sudden the pain shifts to another part yeah. of your body, and then to another part of part of your body. And by the end of the race, you pretty much everything, everything hurts. hurts. Well, what's, what's the point? Um, I mean, I'll tell you what the, the point pain. is. The point is is crossing that finish line and knowing that you did it. And I got to tell you, when I finished, I came around the corner. <laughs> And Aaron was standing there and just screaming, go, Chris, go. And he was so excited. And I went over and I gave him a big hug and a high five. And he took my picture right there. And I finished. And I was, there weren't very many people when I was finishing, which was, I I actually kind of liked because Minnie and Mickey were there at the finish line. And Mickey and I made eye contact and I just (laughs) ran right for him. And he and I, my arms were just way up in the air. And, I was so happy, and Mickey was just fist bumping and 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 high fouring and the whole. Th- it was just awesome. I gave him a big hug. Yeah, the look on your face, you, you oh. could just you could see it all. It, it was just it, it. I said I've said this to other people. It's the top five things in my life, next to yep. marriage, graduating mm-hmm. from college, and the birth of my two kids. Um. It's, it's just awesome. For, for, for everybody, it's, it's a little bit different. There, I mean, obviously, there's a sense of accomplishment when you cross the finish right. line. But it, it's personal for some people. Uh, for some people, it's just, it's just accomplishment. For some, they're doing it for other reasons. Mm-hmm. And when they get across, they just collapse and start crying. And, and oh I can understand gosh. why completely. Uh, just, you know. oh my, okay, I've seen a lot on Facebook, a lot of our listeners and my Facebook friends, with all their medals, that all the ra- yeah. it's just like medal rooms, and I'm going, my gosh, are you getting this, Kathy? I mean, oh, I just it just freaks me out. Yeah. I got to go to dinner with the two of them, and between those two and Katie sitting there, and they're like, I feel like such a slouch that I haven't done this. <laughs> yeah. I'll run. To, I'll run to work tomorrow. What do you say? Yeah. It's like 48 hours. I, to, I, I I can imagine the the. the the sense of personal achievement that yeah. that that you must feel from doing that it like you said it makes makes me feel a little lazy I, I, well <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go on record i'm gonna do the 5k next year yes i'm, I'm gonna do going it okay. yeah. you know it's a disney i wouldn't want to do this anywhere else i, I, I said just, i want to give people a, a little bit of perspective a 5k is 3.1 miles and if oh, you is th- that all that is mm-hmm. and yes well and, and if you think about it for are for there di- scary balloon people chasing <laughs> you in that one in the 5k i don't even i don't think it's i don't it's think that bad. so not not in that one yeah well you think about you know in middle school and high school, you're running a mile every day at track. Oh no, I so, did not. I'll give you, I'll give you I perspective. Said on the bleachers. I'll give you perspective. So a 5K is 3.1 miles, and if you think of World Showcase at Epcot, mm-hmm. around once is a mile. Mm-hmm. So for a 5K, you're going around three times. That's yeah. that's basically yeah. the. So 5K. you can walk around that three times, you'll be fine. Yeah. So that's perspective. And Seriously. here in, like, thank you. I when you that. get there, because we were there. At what five o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and you hear the music and the mm-hmm. djs pumping everybody up mm-hmm. i said you know the last couple of years that i've gone to, to see it that if they had a sign up stand right there i would have signed up that day but when you have a moment to think about it it's like well, i don't know but after seeing it this year and watching what katie did and realized <coughs> that katie did it i can do that too so the great thing about Disney races is it's a par- it's really a party and a celebration. Mm-hmm. I ever, the beginning, during, and end, it is so much fun. What's the cost involved? Uh, run Disney is it, it's not a cheap proposition right. at all. Um, the uh, the five k was somewhere between eighty and ninety dollars. I, I know for the uh, the full marathon, I paid 
Uh, it was it was like around 150. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's not a, a cheap proposition because mm-hmm. not only do you have the the race fee, you know, you have your, if you're coming from out of town, you're you're paying for travel, right. hotel room, food. Uh, you know, if you're buying souvenirs and and things at the at the uh, fitness expo. Uh, so it is not a cheap proposition. The, the people that did the dopey challenge paid 499 dollars oh, yeah. for the races, just for the race. And, just and the what races. about availability for a slot in the race? Well, um, it, it, it kind of depends. This year they added the Dopey Challenge, which was all four races, uh, if you completed those. Um, so that kind of helped spread some things out. But uh, there were 7,000 slots for that, and those filled up very quickly. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, within Hours. Maybe, yeah, I was going to say maybe wow. a day. Um, and then um, everything else kind of fell behind that. Then you have mm-hmm. something called the Goofy Challenge, which mm-hmm. the Goofy Race and Half Challenge, which is the half marathon and then the full marathon. So if right. you do both of those races... Saturday is the half, Sunday the full. That's the goofy. That's the goofy, and you get a goofy medal. Um, th- there's slots there for that. So um, we were doing some, you know, talking about statistics. Uh, there were 7,000 people for the 5K, maybe 8,000, 10,000 for the 10K, uh, 25,000 ran the half, and 22,000 ran the full marathon. Now, obviously, some of those are repeats because some yeah. people did multiple races, but in the end, there's probably about forty five to 50,000 people you know running at walt disney world and their families and their Mm -hmm. families you know and all those people i mean it's it's but then again has it felt crowded in the parks because of that you know in in the beginning of january but but i will tell you uh, if you did all four races you were getting up at two thirty three o'clock every morning to make it over to your to the start line and doing that four days in a row that's that's almost just as hard as running. Yeah. Those races. You don't do anything else. <laughs> yeah. You don't really have time or energy to go to parks. Yeah, here's a kind of a I don't know if it's a stupid question or not. Okay, so there's twenty thousand people running a race, right? Mm-hmm. How do you know y'all can't be on that start line at the same time? What's the what's the rule of who gets to stand where? Okay, so what they do is they have something called corrals, and you submit your time. Um, Your time of what? Well, like, for example, if you do the half marathon, um, to be seated higher in the corral, which means you want to be it, corrals are like lettered, so they're like A, B, C, D, E, F, so on. Right. Um, if you want to be in that A corral, you have to have a really good time to because you're going to be around people, other people that have a really good time. You have to prove that. How do you prove that? You do. You submit um, a previous race entry. Okay. So the result is submitted and it's official. It has to be a, a certain type of race right. that you have to have run in. Um, and they'll say so when you sign up for races. It'll say this qualifies for Boston okay. or this right. will qualify you for New York or whatever. So you know your time will be official. And then Disney, when you sign up, Disney will ask you, okay, what race did you run? What was your bib number? And what was your time? And they can go look that up because that's a, it's uh, stored right. in a database. Um, and then what you do is you put your time in. And then some people, sometimes you don't have to put your time in if you're slower. Um, but what happens then is you'll get put into the different corrals according to your ability. Because you don't want to be a walker doing 16-minute walking miles next to someone who's running a six-minute mile. You know, you're going to be in the way. Right. And it's not going to be safe. So that's why they do it that way. 
Yeah. So did you guys start in the same corral? Yes, we did. Yeah, we, we did just because we wanted to be kind of together, talk, and mm-hmm. kind of give each other encouragement. So mm-hmm. you, were, you were talking about incorporating your, your pastimes from other marathons and other races. Now, how in, in the community of races and marathons, how does the, the Disney Marathon stack up? Is it, uh, you know, there's the New York Marathon, there's the ball, you know, those are the really popular races. How does this one stack up? Yeah, and, and I would just say this. I, I haven't run Boston. I haven't yeah. run uh, New York. I mean, I've run in Indianapolis, which which is actually the largest in the mm-hmm. country. But I, I would say that, you know, Run Disney does just a spectacular job mm-hmm. with, with coordinating these races. I mean, they, they don't miss anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you really don't mind paying that, you know, I hope I'm not, like, raising the price of, <laughs> of, the, of the fee next year. But, you, you know, you really don't mind paying that amount of money because you know going into it, you're going to have a quality event. Um, it's, it's very well done. Uh, with so many people running in the race, um, you know, there's, there's chances something could, you know, something could happen. Uh, maybe you get hurt. But even if you got hurt during the race, I think you're in, you're in great hands with Disney. Um, and, and it sounds to me like, and I don't, I don't know how other races or marathons are across the country, but it sounds like at least for Disney that it is a it's a it seems like it's a very accepting race all you know all types of runners walkers shapes sizes anybody mm-hmm. can can do this and have a good experience it sounds mm-hmm. like there, there's certain intangibles to to the disney races I, I can tell you that you know when we were at the start line of the 10k and, and the marathon um you know when they start every corral i mean just a huge display of fireworks mm-hmm. yeah you know mickey mouse is at the at the start in his in his running gear counting down and then your corral goes i mean it is it is really it's pretty cool to experience another thing that i i was touched by somebody put up a video of the very last runner in the marathon on sunday and to me that was the disney touch because this guy um the coaches were like walking up with him but disney treated that runner like he was the very first runner to cross the line they had confetti they had the characters and i'm sitting there and i've got tears coming down my cheeks because it was Disney, and look how they treated him. That I said, if that was your first one or whatever, how awesome is that? Yeah, and they've been doing that at least the last four years that I know of, where when the last runner comes, comes around the corner and sees the finish line, there's characters there, and they, they basically escort that person yeah. across the finish line and make a big production Drag him across. Speaking of the uh, finish line, you guys, looks like you guys have some swag. Yeah, um, that that's, that's the other, like I say, there's some intangibles that Disney does really well, and, and one of them is, is medals. Um, this was the marathon medal for this year, which which is very nice. Mm-hmm. And then last year, there was the 20th anniversary of the uh, marathon, and that one was really that one was really cool. Had a spinner on it, and oh, it was right. just it was yeah, it, had, it was really nice. Um, so this was the marathon, and then uh, the 10K, which this was its first year. Um, this is the inaugural medal for the. So you did the 10K too. Yeah, mm-hmm. six point yeah. two miles. Yeah, we did two. For 10K yeah. was on Friday, and this was the marathon was on Sunday. Yeah. And, and okay, what, if you're. I can't keep, stop thinking about the balloon people. If you get swept away, you don't get a medal, right? It's a done deal. It depends. Yeah. It really depends. I We talked to several people about it, um, and I think it really comes down to discretion. Really? Um, and there's really no fine art to it. Um, I think if you get swept at, like, mile five, and that's just a arbitrary it could be any mile I, I think it really depends on your drive how you're doing that type of really thing. so it's not a cut and dry you're gone no huh. matter now uh on the dopey and the goofy metals 
If you do not finish, you do not get them. Yeah, they're, they're considered. They're very strict about that. Yeah, they're considered yeah. challenges. Yeah. And oh, if yeah. you don't complete the challenge, they will not give you the medal. Right. Yeah. The other thing is, for me personally, um, if I, for whatever reason, quit, I wouldn't want this medal because I didn't do it. Right. You know, and it's really up to you. And I don't think, in my personal opinion, I know people do everything they can sometimes and they just can't do it. Um, and I applaud them. Um, but there is a, something to be said of finishing that race and getting that medal. I yeah. mean, it really is it's something. Yeah, because you're, you're going to display it because you're proud of it. And mm-hmm. when, you, when you look at it. Uh, you know, every day or how often you look at it. Every day. <laughs> yeah, every day. I sleep with my medal. Admit it. You sleep with it. Well, depending on how many times you look at it, you always want to look at it with that sense of accomplishment that, yeah, I got there. Right. And I'll I tell did. you, blood, sweat, tears, pain, mm-hmm. feet were so sore, almost you numb. You were Yeah. I and mean, that was, it was Sunday, right? Yeah. And you okay yeah. today? Today's Tuesday? Uh, we're better. Yeah. <laughs> usually, usually the progression is, is after the race, you're in pain. Um, the next day is actually, I got, I got to be honest with you, the, the day after is worse. And oh, then, I believe that. I believe and today that. being yeah. Tuesday, we're actually coming downhill now, and we're a little bit better. Yeah. Um, today I could walk downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So Makes me run around. I could, not, I could not walk downstairs yesterday. It was everything oh that gosh. I could, it was everything I had to walk down the steps. And, and I was telling Chris. One step. A curb. Telling, this, this, is the, this is part of the experience. <laughs> I mean, the, the experience is not only just finishing the race, but part of it is the after recovery. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, that's, that's all part of the, you know, race experience you're like oh my god i'm in so much pain but you'll you'll eventually you know come off of that mm-hmm. and then you'll you'll remember like oh, i can't i remember how you know i i was like you know waddling through the park because i couldn't you know put any pressure on my legs I, i'll tell you a little story we, we were at universal last night and we were walking out of city walk oh this is fun and there was a security guard there and chris had a cup of water in his hand and, and chris actually started to kind of like wobble and and oh, you know, move side to side and I could see the security guard looking at him with a little bit of inquisitiveness. And, and when we walked up, the security guard stopped Chris and said, are you okay? And is that water in your cup? <laughs> so there was a little bit of thought of maybe he was a little intoxicated. <laughs> but he was in so much pain that he had that, that you know, wow. moving from side to side. And He saw my shirt and he goes, he goes, I said it's water. And he saw my shirt. He goes, marathon? I go, yeah. He goes, yeah, I understand. He smiled at me. Funny, funny, funny story. That's yeah. It, Should it, you get it, checked out by a doctor before you do this so you don't like, oh, absolutely. Don't explode oh, or anything? Okay. And that's what I tell everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody has, um, and this will kind of tailor uh, an, a story from the 10K. Um, we had a friend who ran, uh, who did the 10K, and they were walking, and he could. his ankles were very bad. And that 10K was absolutely everything that he could do. Yeah. I mean, it was almost looked like more pain than what I went through to do the marathon. And that was his marathon. And that's what I want to stress to everyone is that you, it's your own journey. You know, you do what you can do. And if you can't do more than a 10K, congratulations for what you did. And we, uh, you'll see runners, it doesn't matter what you did. I mean, we've seen tons of different people this weekend, 5K, pe- people that wear their medals, 5K, 10K, half, full, goofy, dopey, 
all all different kinds and everybody congratulates each other because you're all at a different point yeah. in your life you all have a different journey that you're on and um our journey took us to this point um but for him an example you know he couldn't do more than that and i always tell people who want it, who ask us because a lot of people have asked us well what's it like is this something that i could ever do how do i start um I, we, I always tell them, and I know Aaron does, go see your doctor first to make sure it's medically okay for you to do it because a lot of people can't. Mm-hmm. You have certain challenges that yeah. you've got to deal with. Yeah. And that's why I had to stop running <coughs> because of my back. And my doctor said, I don't want you to run anymore. Yeah. But I can walk, and the walking puts um, no um, compression on my back. Right. So... Um, and I actually recover far faster than I did when I was running my races, when I was doing my half marathons. I feel a lot better after when I'm walking. Yeah. So it's better for me anyway. Yeah. You don't want to find out on the race course that you have a physical oh, problem. Yeah, no. right. um, you know, that's, that's the last thing something. in the world. Mm-hmm. right? And then you're kind of out there. And the other thing, too, is you're, if you're coming in for this race, you've got to keep in mind that you, are, you, know, you may be hundreds of miles from where you live. Mm-hmm. You know? and, and getting hurt at home is one thing, right. but then getting hurt... You know, in Orlando is a different, you know. It's a scary thing. It, it is, exactly. So, when did you two know that you were going to finish? Because I know you were, you know, if you could do more than a half of a marathon and you decided to go for the whole, but where in that course did you decide that you knew you had it? I would say when I walked into, well, when the balloons passed me, I knew. Okay. I would make it because I didn't have the the pressure of right. some of them sweeping me, but I got to tell you that mile twenty five. Oh my gosh, it was everything I had. And I'll tell you, when I run or when I walk, it's step by step by step by step. It's one step at a time, and you will get there, but it's one step at a time, and you just keep yeah. going. Yeah, I, I had a fear of being swept. I mean, I was I was constantly thinking about that. In fact, um, you know, I, I ran my first thirteen miles. A little bit slower to kind of pace myself, but then I started thinking about how far are these sweepers behind me, and I actually ran. You're looking over your shoulder. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I mean, I was asking people like, does anybody know where the where the sweepers are? You know, so Mm -hmm. I actually ran a little bit faster the second 13 miles, and I think it was just out of fear. You know, like I got I I got to hurry up. I don't want anybody coming up behind me. Scooped. But you know, if Chris wasn't with you, they were well. And you don't know, and and because this was was our our first marathon, he didn't know where I was. Yeah, I mean, he didn't know if I'd been swept. Yeah. Because you, oh there's, my gosh, there's nothing how terrifying. like telling you. Yeah. yeah, and so it's it's a 16-minute, they, they highly recommend a 16-minute mile. That's the requirement for the race. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but when you're starting 26, corral, 16-minute miles. Yeah. Right, and when you start in a corral, like we started in Corral M, and the last corral was Corral P. So there were uh, N, O, and P, and then the sweepers. So you kind of had like a 20-minute cushion, 20 to 30-minute cushion behind you until they would get to you if you were slow. So it's hard to gauge when that's going to happen if you're slower than the 16-minute pace. So it's really, you just got to kind of go, you know, and Mm -hmm. and know your your speed. And not worry about the balloon people. Well guys, we're going to have to we're going to have to wrap this up here in a minute, but I just wanted to kind of end on the note that we were we were touching on uh, a few minutes ago, which is, you know, you guys are certainly coming at the marathon from a sense of um, you know, self-motivation and accomplishment. And I think that 
you know, everybody that did any of the races this weekend were probably there for that same reason and were able to find that. And if you haven't got to that point yet, um, you know, we strongly encourage that you go to the, the Diz boards, go mm-hmm. to the Wish board, mm-hmm. and see if you can start on that journey yourself mm-hmm. and, and kind of find that motivation for yourself and find uh, how you can find that accomplishment. Just one last comment. Um, you know, running doesn't have to be all about running. It can be yeah. just part of an overall fitness portfolio for your life. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do other things. You can cycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can lift weights. You can, you can make running part of all that. But I will tell you this, when you cross the finish line for the first time, whether it's a 5K, 10K, half marathon, whatever you want to call it, it changes your life forever. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I can't explain it. You just kind of have to do it Mm -hmm. and you'll understand. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, just to see the looks on people's faces, because I said your picture, I didn't see yours, but like Katie's, the the look on Katie's face mm-hmm. was a look yeah. I don't usually see, but mm-hmm. she felt so good. She was, you know. It's such an accomplishment. I mean, and it's something that you did. I mean, you know, you had to pull everything you have out of yourself to do it. And it sometimes it just takes absolutely everything you have, every yeah. ounce of energy, and it's it's just amazing. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you guys so much for uh, coming in and, and talking about your experience at the marathon, and uh, we loved having you, yeah. and hope that you guys can join us again sometime. This absolutely. has been an incredible weekend. Thanks for oh, having yeah. us. Wonderful weekend. Yeah. Absolutely. Great. Congratulations to all the runners who absolutely. did finish. Yeah. yeah. Well, folks, that is going to do it for our episode here on the Diz Unplug. We hope you enjoyed it, and we will see you next week with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Have a good weekend, everybody.